welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Rich Dotson, here with my fellow champion nerd, Matt O'Hara. I am the champions, my friend. All right, that's enough singing. Yeah, you're, you're <laughs> But yes, I, I did win our league. Thank he is the official much. Dynasty Nerds uh, champion. Uh, three times in a row. That's a true dynasty. That is a true dynasty I've built here. And the Dynasty Nerds staff right in the league, I lost. I came in second. Bummer, man. And the Nerd Herd, I lost. I came in second. Bummer, man. That's a rough year. Yeah. I blame... I just I own a business that I run to, and I got another contract that kept me pretty busy this August. That's what I'm blaming it on. I had a really busy fall. It happens, man. Yeah, it that's, that's what I'm blaming on. But you know what? Two thousand two twenty seventeen is around the corner. Sure. Uh, gonna bounce back. Congrats to all the Dynasty Fantasy Football Champions in the world out there listening. I hope we had a little uh, hand to play in there. Sure, I hope so, man. Hope we dealt you a pair of pocket aces. <laughs> Uh, but, you know, even pocket aces get busted from here and there. They sure do every once in a while. Yeah, once in a while. So um, congrats to all the winners. And if you're a loser, well, there's always next year. There is. And that's what we're going to focus on today. We're actually going to focus on the beginning of the off season, which is honestly, you could some will argue the funnest part of Dynasty Fantasy Football. It's definitely second to winning a champion. Ship, okay, like I right. just did. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we can only handle so much loading. Right, right, right. I'm done. But if I would say, if I would have won the Nerds League, I would be up on the table dancing. There'd be I, like there'd be music playing in the background. I know. Maybe some disco. I've seen you air hump plenty <laughs> of times in the past. Take that at each duo. Yeah. Um, it shows uh ox water. Yeah, that's water. There's water in there. Did sure. you ever run into humidifier? <laughs> Drowning that bad boy. Right. It's amazing how much water's in there. Yeah. Drowning my own dry humpiness gross man so we're gonna talk about the offseason <laughs> and again where everybody else that plays redraft uh you know they're all going home sad they probably went home a couple of weeks ago because they weren't even in the championship because they don't listen to this podcast uh us we're just beginning that's right this man. is the beginning of a new year starting the cycle all over again. a new offseason and some people might want to take a week off you know enjoy the holiday season not do anything and that's fine you can take you can give yourself a week right um i actually plan on giving myself a week well, you're a champion. You should exactly. give yourself a week. Some of us have to get hard to work here. Um, but before before we get into this whole episode topic of what we're going to talk about, let's do a little bit news and notes, shall we? Sure. Hit yeah. it! Hit it. Oh, I thought you were going to hit it with a news and notes. Oh, I, do, I thought you were one of the sound bar or something. Uh, we don't have that yet. Do-do-do, sound bar. Drop some music down uh, or something, man. I don't yeah, know. That's all like copyright and stuff. All right, I don't have any of that yet. All right, let's hit him with some news. All right, um, Doug Martin suspended. Yeah. So now it kind of makes sense why he was benched in the first place. Right. I mean, we. I mean, I kind of thought that maybe he had just landed himself in the doghouse, so he was sitting for a week. But it, I mean, it looks like he got himself in the league's doghouse. Yeah. And uh, they kind of just took the appropriate measures and, and sat him. I heard PEDs, and I'm like, ooh, muscle hamster. No wonder he's a muscle hamster. He's taking PEDs. Right. That hamster's been working out a little bit too easily over there. And yeah. then I heard it was Adderall today. So allegedly, reportedly, 
it's Adderall. Is what and then I'm like, oh, it's not muscle hamster. I want to work out. It's like, oh, look at that wheel over there. I got to get on the hamster wheel. And I got to run on that bad run, boy. Run, 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 run. I never took Adderall, so I don't know what it's. Uh, just keep, I don't, I've never. Keeps either. you up, I think. All right. I believe so. It's like a college thing, right? Yes. I think. It was, sure it was it's, you know, after our time in college. So I'm sure some know. people now do it, too. I don't know. Beats, like beats me, man. I feel like there's like, if you're going to like do drugs, I feel like you have better options. Like, hey, let's do some, what do you want to do? Uh, this drug uh, keeps you up all night. Oh. But, but what do you do? <laughs> do you get like messed up? No, not really. Oh. Cool. I'm going to go over <laughs> here and have a couple beers then. <laughs> go, go to sleep. I like sleeping. <laughs> I'm going to sleep till like noon tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Wait, you want to take a drug and it makes you study more? <laughs> oh. Yeah, I'm going to pass on that grass. I'm going to listen to Nancy Reagan on that one. <laughs> so, Doug Martin. So, the big thing with Doug Martin here is a couple things. One, him being suspended voids his guaranteed money next year. Mm-hmm. The fact that he is suspended goes into next year, it voids all guaranteed $7 million that he was supposed to get. So, right now the Bucks are like, Giggity, 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 goo. This is awesome because we might cut you. Wow, that even rhymed. I know. I'm like Dr. Seuss over here. That was amazing. So one thing here is he might even be a Tampa Bay Buccaneer next year, right. which there's a lot of teams out there that need running backs, so that's not necessarily like end-all, be-all. But he is going to miss the first three games of the year next year. Regardless. Regardless. Right. Uh, that's 25% of the season pretty much. Right? Yep. Pretty close? close, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like thirteen weeks, so yeah, that's yeah close enough. Like I'm a mathematician, don't worry about me. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he's gonna miss twenty five percent of the season. You know, I recently saw Doug Martin get traded like four, like six weeks ago for like a third round pick, and I'm like, what? What's this guy doing for seventeen third? Like, I'd have gave you like a second for Doug Martin, but now it's like, oh, okay, that kind of worked out for you. Uh, I, I, I think you know where we kind of fall in general with Doug Martin. I think he's a decent back. Like, he's a good running back in the NFL. Way too inconsistent. He's very inconsistent for fantasy owners, and that's not really somebody you're going to build a championship team around. No. Because look, so, look where you'd be at right now if you would have built your championship team around him. Right. Probably sitting at home crying. Crying. Weeping. Like a, well, yeah, like a little schoolgirl. Why not listen? <laughs> I should have been listening to those guys and not played Doug Martin. <laughs> I mean, I like roller coasters, but... <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, so you just... I mean, for me... Get what you can get. I mean, unfortunately, you're probably selling low at this point. Yeah, see, for me, it's not even worth selling at this point, though. Right. I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to take a 17 third? I mean, would you take a 17 third for Doug Martin? No, I don't think that's the right yeah, value. me neither. So, I mean, you're stuck with him. Right. But now this puts you in a position where you got to draft a running back. Definitely, yeah. yeah. You have to make plans that he's not going to be there for a little while. And I got some theories about that. I, I have a, I, I'm starting to, I have a couple ideas here, but we'll talk about that in, in, in a minute. Um, okay. Other news and notes. The Ryan brothers. Out the dough. Yeah. Bunk beds somewhere else, boys. They ain't gonna be in <laughs> Buffalo. No uh, more Buffalo bunk beds. I mean a bit I mean a bit surprising that he only got a couple years, but at the same time, I mean you could I think you could tell that they weren't going anywhere with him. So So I feel like he's got somewhat of a bad rap because last year they were above five hundred, weren't they? Um and they like this year they were really banged up, you know, like injuries, Watkins missed most of the year. Um, LaShawn's done well, but I mean, it is what it is. I mean, obviously they're, they're not all on the same page there and you can't, you can't run a franchise to a playoff caliber team. If you're not on the same page, they're, they're defensive specialists and their defense wasn't great. 
Yeah. So, oh, and, I can tell you. Yeah, Rob Ryan, Rob Ryan's terrible. Right. So I mean, somebody's got to pay the piper. I mean, they're going to replace him on an on an intern level with the offensive coordinator. I mean, the offensive. I think the offensive side of the ball is better off than the defensive side of the ball. Well, yeah, they've been top ten in offense the last two years, which is crazy. Which right. is why their offensive coordinator is now in line and possibly be the permanent head coach. Yeah, right. They've had a top 10 offense the last two years, which is pretty surprising because you wouldn't think of Buffalo being a top 10 offense. But again, it goes back to my idea of, you know, Tyrod Taylor is like a, a quality quarterback. Again, I will stand by that he's an above average quarterback. I, I mean, I definitely think he's an above average quarterback. I think it's weird that they're going to cut him. Well, they're going to sit him. They're probably the, going to cut him for this last game so that he doesn't get injured because he's got a bunch of injury guarantees basically in his contract. Um, so they can get out from underneath yeah. him next year, basically. So I, mean, I think they're gonna put the new coaches. Hey, do you want Tyrod or not? And that's gonna be the the thing with the new coach. Do well, you want Tyrod Taylor or not? Well, I mean, I think it's a bit odd that they're sitting them and then they're gonna elevate the offensive coordinator to head coach and then possibly keep him as head coach and then still have Tyrod like kind of sitting in like they're they're yeah. But they've, I mean, they've come out. They, I think they've come out publicly and said this is a business decision. It has nothing to do with Tyrod. It's literally a business decision. I mean, they saw what happened to Derek oh, okay. Carr. I didn't see that. Yeah. Uh, they saw what happened with Mariota. So they're out of the playoffs. So why wouldn't they send them? So I think, they, and I'm pretty sure I just saw that today. I think Whaley or somebody said that that it's going to be, um, it's a business decision. So I think that's a big thing. There. So I mean, yeah, I mean, I I guess if you're Tyrod Taylor, that I mean, that kind of stinks. But at the same time, it's an injury thing. Like he's he's gets injury guarantees. It's not just like you know he's not like getting a uh, incentive here for yeah. playing this last game or something. And they're they're screwing him out of that. It's it's you know they're protecting themselves. He's just not going to get a chance to. play. I think so the I weirdest guess, part about the whole situation is you are going to start EJ Manuel. I know you would think Cord- uh, Cardale Jones. Cardale Jones would get. Yeah, you took in the third round. See what you have in this guy. We already know what you have in for, former first round pick. Right, he's a bad. Manuel, right? Barely. I mean, yeah. I mean, we're talking sandwich here, right? You know what I mean? This guy's doo doo, and a little butter, and he's doo doo butter sandwich. That's gross, man. Yeah, really gross. Mm-hmm. Butter usually makes things taste better, but not doo doo butter. Don't <laughs> nothing makes doo doo taste better. <laughs> nothing. So, um, just a situation to monitor if you own Tyrod Taylor. I don't think it's, I don't think it's really bad news because if they if they somehow cut Tyrod Taylor, he will be the starter. Next year, I mean, Chip Kelly would probably, you know, Scoop go from six to six to midnight um, if Todd <laughs> Tyrod Taylor got cut. Right? I don't want to think about that. But. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, Tyrod! Stop, <laughs> stop making me think about that. Oh, pants just got tighter. So, I mean, there's no re- he'll be a starter somewhere. I'll yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think he's proven that he can that he can do it. I don't think he can do it at a championship level or anything. I think he's got to have a hell of a defense on the other side. For him to get to the playoffs and stuff like that, um, but he's definitely better than a lot of options out there. True. Um, and one more news and notes: um, Old Man River. Old Man River is coming back for another season, Old or at least he's leading Man towards River. it. And we are referring to Antonio Gates, as announced, basically that you know he doesn't want to go out like this, and basically he's he's leaning towards coming back. Yeah, he's only a couple touchdowns away from two. That. Two touchdowns away from the, the all-time tight end touchdown leader. There you go. And he's going to get – he will – unless this guy breaks his fibula, his ankle, his ribs, gets decapitated, he's going to be the all-time touchdown leader right. at the tight end position and lock himself into the Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame, former Kent State basketball player, which he's trying to beat Tony Gonzalez, who was – A basketball player. Yeah. So the be, you know, if you want to be an all-time, all-pro tight end, 
Start shooting some buckets. Boom. Actually, just start rebounding. That's kind of where it... Got to get them bored, son. Yep. Yep. All right. Let's get into the show topic here. Sure. The 2017 season is over. And as they say, there can only be one. The 2000... What? What year? 16 season. All right. Thank you. Just making sure you're listening over there. I, I actually pay attention half the time. Well, I just want to make sure you're still listening. All right. Um. So we're getting into it. The 16 season's over. Uh, it's been a crazy 16, and it's coming to an end. Lots changed in 16. People have died. New president. R.I.P. Carrie Fisher. R.I.P. Princess Leia. Man. Mm. Tough one. Always is. Anytime somebody dies, it's tough. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter who it is. Neighbor dies, that's tough too. But Leia, I mean, right. she's a princess. Right. Come on. That's royalty right there, man. That's royalty. So where are we at now? So what do you do when the season's over and you didn't win a championship? You won a championship regardless. The first thing you want to do is look at your team, right? I I mean, I, I clowned earlier and said I took, I'm took i taking a week off. I I'd already have started analyzing my team and seeing which guys I got to bring up for my taxi squad next year and how I'm going to fit those guys basically onto my team. Who I'm gonna have to cut? Who? What guys are expendable? I mean, that's just kind of you got to break down those type of things. And then I even I even go as far as to, you know, like look look towards the middle of my lineup, like the middle of my overall roster in every every position, and say which one of these guys can I trade to somebody who you know has good value and maybe open up a roster spot to bring a guy up for my taxi squad as well. Yeah, because some people make the, like they'll look at like okay, who's on the bottom of my roster to trade. Well, nobody right. really wants the bottom. Of the nobody wants. Yeah, nobody wants it. You got to look. You got to look in the middle of of all your positions to see, like, hey, is this guy like a redundant guy that I'm not really playing, but can help another team? Yeah, like you're like your wide receiver three, right? Where maybe you played him all year as your wide receiver three, and he's a quality wide receiver three, but you got some, you got some guys maybe you're like optimistic about going to the next year. Um, some guys that you already know, like, hey, this guy could be my wide receiver three, anyways. But this guy's more value. So sometimes you want to trade the guy that has a little bit more value right. to get value in return. Right. Like, I mean, if if you got a guy like Willie Sneed who's who's I mean, he could be a wide receiver three, he's probably a wide receiver four on like a championship team, but maybe like somebody else could start him week in and week out. Young enough to have some value. Right. Young enough. Somebody just somebody like that. I mean, he he's not the bottom of my roster, but he's not the, the top guy either. I mean, he's not the top two or three wide receivers on my team. But somebody like that, you know, you're looking you're looking to move somebody in that general. I mean, just to throw out a name, Willie Sneed type of Yeah, thing. so you kind of want to look at, okay, so you want to look at, like, all right, right now a good thing to look at is, like, you have the final stand-ins in your league, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So maybe you want to look at your championship teams that are there above the top and say, okay, what do these guys need? The guys that didn't come in first. The guy, look who came in second, why he came in second, where are the holes on his team. The guy came in third. Why did he come in third? What does he need? He obviously has a hole there. What's his biggest weakness? The guy who came in fourth, what's his biggest weakness? Look at these championship caliber, team, caliber teams and say, what does this guy need? Why? Because these are the people that have will are willing to buy your older players. Right. So you don't have to just sell them on youth. You can just sell them on quality of play now. So if you have a guy that you're looking to trying to rebuild a little bit and – get rid of an older player. Well, nobody below that playoff roster is going to want those older players, but these teams above will want these older players. So these are the guys where you can get those 17 seconds from that we're talking about that hold really good value. Mm -hmm. Maybe you can get 18 first. And I want to get into that a little bit because I really feel like 
after this year, we're going to be talking about his 18 class pretty strongly. It's going to be a really good class. I mean, class. a lot of a lot of people have have been staying in. Yes, that um, we kind of anticipated would be coming out. The running back class in 18 will be pretty close to the running back that's co- class coming out this year in right. 17. And nobody's talking about the 18 class right now because the 17 class is so strong. So, if you want to really plan ahead here, you can start planning ahead to the 18 draft as well. Even if you have, say, you're in a spot and you have a late first because you were a playoff team, and there is a veteran player that you do like, right? And what you do is you give up your 17 first and maybe your 17 second, which are really good picks, but you already have a quality championship team here, right? Mm-hmm. And you did this. You did this for Jimmy Graham in the Nerds League. Right. Um, so you give up those two picks and maybe try and get an 18 second or 18 first back with that veteran player. Sure. So one, you're still getting a really good draft pick. You're setting yourself up for the future in two years where your team's going to be a whole year older, a championship caliber team, but you're going to infuse that team with two good first-round young talent picks in 18, which you don't really need in 17 anyways because you already have a championship caliber starting team, so you don't need that rookie infusement because, remember, rookies are, you know, it's usually a long-term play. It's not, you're looking three years down the road from these rookies. Right, right. Barring a running back. You know, for the most part, everybody's not drafting just running backs. You're looking for long-term investment to really turn it around in three years. I mean, I'm at the point right now with my team where I'm having a hard time getting getting guys on my team. So that's why I felt pretty comfortable giving up my first-round pick and a second-round pick. Like, I just don't have a lot of room on my roster. And I'm probably not going to have a lot of room on my roster for the next three or four years until some of these guys start getting really old or I trade them away. And if I trade them away, I'll be, in, I'll be getting things in return. Yeah, so. Remember, this is 30-man roster right. spots we're having. Right. So a lot of people don't have that privilege of being that stacked. Right. But again, I mean, it's a good strategy to have. So you're looking at those teams at the top where you could trade your veteran players to. One, you're getting a later first-round pick. That's fine. Even if you get a second-round pick, that's fine. Two, you want to look at the teams that are at the bottom of the league. All right? So these are the guys that you could buy their older players from. So say say you are in need of some talent here. Sure. Right? And you're the one that couldn't miss. You missed out on, like, maybe you came in sixth or seventh place. Maybe you just missed the playoffs because of injury. Or you have a guy like Steve Smith retiring. Somebody that starts, something along those lines. Or a guy you don't really trust. Maybe the guy at the bottom of the league has a guy like, you know, I don't want to say Larry Fitzgerald, but some you know, an older player. No, right. Like, yeah, and like for that bottom of the, you know, bottom of the league type of team, it might be their wide receiver too. But you know, you you buy them as a playoff team, and you plug them in as your wide receiver three or something like that. It gives you a nice edge, and it gives you a nice edge because it's a you know it's a quality uh, wide receiver two, but you're plugging them in a wide receiver yeah, three. Maybe spot. they have Demarco Murray on their team. Right. You know, DeMarco Murray's got what another I mean, probably got next year. Right. It's pretty probably I mean, the guy's gonna be twenty nine, I believe, and he's got almost I think I know I just saw Corey tweet out like seventeen hundred carries over the last three years. Something ridiculous. Right. Um and maybe you can get DeMarco Murray off because he's in a complete rebuild anyways for seventeen second. You know, your second, which is already a later second as it is, it doesn't hold you any value. You need to run it back, which is gonna give you instant production. And maybe again, we talked about this last week, he doesn't Maybe DeMarco, maybe you already have two good running backs. Maybe you're like me. I have Le'Veon Bell and Melvin Gordon. But I have no depth behind them, and I can get DeMarco Murray for a 17 second. Now DeMarco Murray is one. I can start him against bad matchups. Or worst case, you know, 
he's my one and back three. So right, right. at least at the end of the year, I got depth because nothing gets worse. Like, i.e., for example, if I made the playoffs and then all of a sudden Melvin Gordon's out, well, I'm screwed because I only have two running backs. Right. Then, you're, then you're in the playoffs and you're out of those top, you know, top six picks, but then you can't get anything because you can't go anywhere because you don't have the, the firepower anymore. Yeah. Like one of those, you, you put, like if you got, and this is the thing you got to realize if your team's like, you got really far in the playoffs, but you're kind of like only got there because you're somewhat healthy. If anything would have got hurt, then you're screwed. You can't count it every year. Right. Um, so that also brings you back to the point of assessing your team. Where is your team? Your team, you have the fifth, sixth pick in your rookie draft, right? And you've had the sixth pick in your rookie draft for the last three years. What does that tell you? It's time to make a move, man. A big move. Right. So it's time to pretty much, you just want to kind of blow this thing up. There's got to, we talked about this last year in an episode, and it was titled, Blow It Up or Chase the Ship. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. So here we are again, blow it up and chase, chase, the, sh- chase the ship. And we'll probably do this probably the same show probably forever because um, it's an evergreen topic and it sh- can never be said enough because sometimes people have a really hard time looking at their team and saying, oh, I came in six. They'll make excuses like I should have made the playoffs of this, this, and this, and this, and this all happened. I would have made the playoffs and then I would have won. But the realistic view is your team is a middle of the road team. Is a middle of the road team. You need to blow it up and get more, you know get playmakers most likely. Yeah, and you hurt yourself by doing this because you're just constantly getting middle of the road rookie picks, which are there's still good talent there, but you're trying to hit on that. Like you need that elite talent. You need a top of the tier top pick talent. Those Mike Evans, those Ezekiel Elliotts. You need those guys at the top of your draft. Getting guys in the middle of the draft isn't going to help you. I mean, nope. you can still get lucky, but for the most part, they're going to be middle of the tier talent as it is you you definitely can't you can get lucky but it's hard to build a whole team just in the middle of the first round it is you need some of those top picks to get yep. it, get into it. i mean so, i mean you're a clear example of this i mean you did this what five years ago uh yeah i literally uh it was like two years in a row where i either just made the playoffs or i just missed the playoffs maybe it was three years in a row it was either two or three years e- either way and i just decided i'm you know what i'm selling off my big assets I'm, I got to rebuild this thing. And I basically got a complete second draft one year. So I had basically two drafts, you know, one pit with two picks in every single round. And, and it was ended up being huge. And then I ended up getting two first rounders the next year too. And that's really what catapulted me and, and set me up. And then once I, you know, once you're on your upswing, then you start adding depth players and, and some of the older guys, and you can you can feel good about that. And you got to remember, it's way easier to add the old guys right. in dynasty fantasy football. Right. It's hard to get those young studs. Yeah, it's like it's impossible to like. It's so hard to make a trade for those young studs because it's so hard for a team to give you even value back without draft picks, and those guys are worth beyond draft picks. So it's like people can say it all the time. You see tweets all the time, like "What's he worth? What's he worth?" It's so hard to find a team that can even compensate you for that value. Right. And to get one of those young guys, it's like you have to overpay so much as it is. It's so hard. It's so much easier to get a guy that's already pretty good, but he's just really old because people don't want them off these old teams. It's so much easier. You get them for almost pennies on the dollar. Right. So you build, you get a nice good core of young players like the Odell Beckhams, you know, those guys on your team. And then you start adding those pieces in and you suck for two years, but you're, you suck for a reason. You know, right. You, you suck. You're terrible with a purpose. Yeah. You like sucking because, again, in Dynasty Fantasy fo- Football, the best saying goes, even when you're losing, you're winning because you get those first picks in a year. This year, you can get Dalvin Cook. 
Leonard Fournette, Mike Williams, Cordia. Those guys will change the face of your, if they pan out the way we think they are, will change the face of your franchise. Right. You get a guy like Odell Beckham like you did, it changes the face of your franchise. You have Ezekiel Elliott right now, you're pretty damn happy because he changes the face of your franchise. This is a guy that week in, week, you have a guy on your roster that week in, week out is getting you 25 points a week. Yep, man. It's hard. It's, you can't get them everywhere. You know, no. like you, you, there's one or two maybe a year and, and you got to hit on them. And those guys, I mean, just as a whole, just as a whole in all of fantasy football in redraft even two, those guys are so rare. The David Johnsons, the Ezekiel Elliott's, the Le'Veon Bells, those guys are in a class of their own. Julio Jones, Antonio Brown, you know, like T.Y. Hill and the great year, Mike Evans, okay? Antonio Brown, Julio Jones, Odell Beckham, Mike Evans. I mean, those guys are in a tier of their own. And for the most part, you know, Odell Beckham, Mike Evans, they're super young. They're unobtainable. Right. Everybody's attainable, but like, what are you going to give up to get those? You're going to shoot yourself in the foot for one guy. And right, you'll end up crippling your whole entire team just to get one guy. So and again, and that's what people come back to the draft thinking: Hey, they they overvalue the draft because everybody's shooting for the stars, hoping I'm getting the next Odell Beckham. Everybody who comes away from the draft thinking I just got the old next Odell Beckham. Odell Beckham. Well, in the real reality, those guys there's only like four of those guys that exist in all the NFL because right. you still got to infuse the guys like that are older. Even though I've used the word infuse like ten times today. Um, but you have those guys that are older that are also in this mix that are quality fantasy football players. So, like a Greg Olson for a tight end. You know, he's one of the top tier tight ends. The guy's old. He's, he's, oh, yeah. He, it took him a long time before he broke out. Yeah, his fantasy life's not, you know. Right. Not forever. It's right. not like, you know, Dell Beckham, you have him for the net. You feel confident you're having him for at least the next eight years on your roster, which is a lifetime in fantasy football. Very true. Um, so, you have to look at your team and say, look at it realistic. Do you have one to say is, do I have one of those guys on my roster now? Do I have one? Because you need to start with one. Look at the rankings. Look at ADP. Who are the top 10 guys? If you don't have, you know, a top 10, I think it's fair to say, guy at either running back, and I'd say even screw that. Running back, doesn't to me, doesn't even count. Unless running back has to be top four, top five. Yeah. Running back's pretty fluid from year to year. Yeah. So So essentially if you don't have that top if you don't have a top ten, not even say that. If you don't have a top twelve receiver, which is a wide receiver one on your roster, you're in trouble. You're not gonna win if you don't have a wide receiver one. You're just it's gonna be hard to win. It's gonna be nearly impossible. Yes, yeah. you gotta have at least one of those guys. Because then if not, you need David Johnson and Zeke Elliott. You need both those guys to like to overcompensate for your lack of receivers. Um because then, then you get away with a couple wide receiver twos, a couple... You can you get know. away with a lot with those two guys. Yeah, <laughs> it does. But, I mean, odds of that are slim. But Very. I'm sure somebody out there does it. Well, I have David Johnson, Le'Veon Bell. Well, good for you, buddy. Right. Yeah, You're one in a million. Yeah. Go play the Powerball. <laughs> um, but, you know what I mean? So, do you have one of these wide receiver ones on your roster? No. Can you obtain one of these guys? Probably, Probably not. not. Right. So... You need to move up in the draft, or you need more first-round picks to try to get one of these guys and think long-term. you got to look at yourself in the mirror and say, hey, I need to blow this up so I can chase the ship, all right? And to do this, i got to look myself ahead, and I gotta, you got to go into it understanding it's going to be a process. It's going to be like a two-year thing. You're yeah. going to kind of be in the dump for two years. 
And in year three, you should start seeing results. Right. And in year four, you should be competing for the ship. And that should be the year that, hey, I have a chance to win this. I.e., for example, the guy you played in the Dynasty Nerds League championship game, Eric. Right. Eric is a prime example of this. A guy who was really down in the dump. Absolutely. Had a couple high draft picks, got Mike Evans, got the Andrew Luck. Mm-hmm. And even as much as last year, he went to last year. He didn't He didn't have a chance to win it last year. But even last year, he, he started to see all that come into fruition. Mm-hmm. And he said, wow, you know, I really like the nucleus of my team. I like where my team is going. I think I have a chance as soon as this year. Because he saw where it was going to where it went this year. And we all, I looked at this team and was like, I don't really. Th- I mean, I like your team where it's going. But I don't think you have a chance to win this year. Sure enough, he comes in now. That, that was last year I was talking about. Okay. Comes in this year, makes it to the ship, was number one seed going into it, beat you twice in the regular season, and still had, if he would have played anybody else but you this week, he would have won the championship. True statement. So he still he scored 140 points. Like it was a, He had a really good week. Yep. He just lost. But his team is, you know, there's no reason he can't be back there next year. It's a good team. Very true, man. But he did the same thing that you did where he was the bottom of the barrel, laughed at, Kicked on, jested of, made fun of. Made fun of for years. Yeah. You suck. That's giving it to him right there. Yep. Uh, and then he built it just like that high draft picks that he hit on. You know, now he, like you said, he has guys like Mike Evans that you could build around. Sure. He's his quarterback and Andrew Luck. You know, something that he could build. He doesn't have to worry about that. Yeah. And he made some good trades on the way up. You know, like before he was any good. He made a trade for Michael Crabtree. He gave up like a fourth round draft pick or something when Crabtree was his but value low. was yeah was was very depressed, and he got him dirt cheap and and that was a guy that he started you know in the in the fantasy finals wide receiver one right stud didn't make the Pro Bowl had no. a better year than Amari Cooper so I mean <laughs> those are the kind of things that you have I mean you have to do you that's I mean that's literally exactly how I how I built it as well it was, you have to start off you're just gonna be doing draft picks for like two straight years and then after that you start seeing that your team is coming along and then you start adding guys you know you start plugging in a hole for uh, you know an older running back maybe even if if you're you know if you're feeling like you're starting to be able to compete which is what i did i i I got frank gore who i mean he was old when i got him and he just for whatever reason that guy's like the energizer bunny just keeps going and going and going and going so i mean i've been able to use him all the way through as kind of like a I guess a safety net last year I started him in the championship game and, and, you know, he was a big time contributor in my championship, my second championship. Uh-huh. So uh, yeah, I mean, but cause once you get to the top, people are a little bit leery, I think about trading with you. Yeah. Cause they don't want to help your team because they they're trying wanna... to beat you. Right. So, I mean, it, once you're there, it's hard, it's a lot harder to make trades. You, you sometimes do have to overpay a bit, which I mean, it's, it's worth it though. I mean, even you know, it it's worth it if you're if you're going to be in it for the championship. Yeah, because so. people say like I like I for, I didn't like your trade for Jimmy Graham. Like giving up a eight a seventeen first and second for Jimmy Graham to me, I was like that's fucking stupid, you know. Uh, and you did it, but I mean, but it was all for the championship. It's for the championship, and, and to me, it's totally worth it. It and, is worth it, and that's yeah. the whole point though. It is worth, and most people are like, oh, dude, seventeen second first and second for Jimmy Graham, like, uh. You're dumb. Dumb? 
I'm a three-time champion, yeah. son. Yeah, exactly. So, and that's the point. Like, and it, we we say this all the time. It's all about winning the championship. It's not about how sexy your team looks on paper. It's not how many. Ooh, I got five seventeen first. Okay, cool, sweet, dude. That means you you have a pretty bad team. You know, it's about winning the championships. Exactly. It's not about the bad trade you gave up or what you got. It's about did that champ did it win you a championship? Mm-hmm. I mean, I did it before with Ricky Williams. It was his last year, and I gave up a first for him. I didn't care because I needed a running back. I wanted somebody that's helped me win a championship, and I won a championship. Right. He didn't even help me win, but he was still a starting running back. If I didn't play anybody, I would have won. But he still, I couldn't take those odds. It's about win the championship. Well, that's what that's what you just right before we started uh, the show today. I'll, I'll let you know let people hear our little side conversation. You were like. Did Jimmy Grimm actually help you win that championship? I'm like, I'm like, I don't know. I was like, he scored 12 points, and then I had to go double check my score. I ended up winning by 18. So literally, he didn't necessarily help me, but it helped me feel better going into the game. Yeah. Than than if I was starting somebody else. Who maybe knows? he did. Maybe, I mean, who I mean, knows? Maybe. I might have monkeyed around with my whole lineup. You know, I was contemplating putting in uh, Emmanuel Sanders as as you know instead of Golden Tate, and Emmanuel Sanders got three points. And, uh, you know, Golden take out like 11. So I might have done bo- that and then put in Hunter, that- Hunter Henry against the, the crappy Browns who got a goose egg. And, and then, then I lose the championship. Then I lose the championship, you know. Yeah. So so who knows? I mean, it could have gone either way. Yeah, it's, it's so, again, it's just, it's about seeing where your team is, man. Right, I mean, right. I it's, if I could keep going back to it, it's just about seeing where your team is. It's are you a contender or are you in a rebuild mode? Because right. there's honestly no other place to be. You're either a contender or you're rebuilding. Because if you're in the middle, then you're doing it wrong. Right. You really are. You got to make it you crap or get off the pot. You know? I mean, because here I am. I am I am in the middle of Dynasty Nerds League. I haven't contended for the ship for now, I think, three years straight. And I'm in a tough spot because I still I feel like it's somewhat like a lot of injuries keep coming, like Gronk and stuff like that. Like I still like my team, like my starting lineup of Drew Brees, Rob Gronkowski, Le'Veon Bell, Melvin Gordon, Brandon Cooks. My receivers are young. You know, I still got, um, you know, Stephon Diggs, Brandon Cooks. I'm trying to think of all my receivers. You know, Corey Coleman, Sterling Shepard. So I, I'm not even real. I have a lot of youth there. Like a lot of the guys I named are really young there. And so I'm not blowing it up because I like my team. But unfortunately, a lot of those, a lot of those young guys you were just talking about are just like a little bit inconsistent right now. I know it's kind of killer. Right, it, that's definitely killer. So week to week, you, you can't depend on that to be. You know, you can't just plug and play, which is the easiest way to do it. Obviously, you know, not everyone can do that. But those are the th- you want as many of those guys as you can get. So it puts me in a position like now, like realistically, when I, as I start looking at my team for the off season, I go, okay, for two years now, I've been stuck in the middle. I like my team. And so here's this is a really good example, right? So I have some really good players, like the guy I mentioned, like Le'Veon Bell, Melvin right. Gordon, Rob Gronkowski. Guys that are top at their position, you know, arguably the number one tight end, arguably the number one fantasy running back, Le'Veon Bell. Um, I have really good players at this position, but I'm stuck in the middle. So I still think I could compete for a championship. And going into the next year, knowing that I've been two years in the middle, doesn't matter what I think and how good those players are. I know for sure the facts are the facts. The facts are that I haven't won a championship and I've finished with, you know, in the middle of the pack. This year, for example, I have the fourth pick in the draft. draft. Just worked out of the way. My team lost the wrong way. And we don't do points. We do head-to-head matchup for setting. So even a guy who's picking behind me has 300 less points than me. He has a worse pick. So the facts are the facts. It doesn't matter how good my team is or how good I think it's going to be. I have, for two years in a row, not made the playoffs. So 
again, my team on paper looks awesome. It's sexy. Sure. But I haven't made the playoffs. Right. So going into this year, if I don't make the playoffs, I have to tell myself, okay, I need to blow this up. And I need to blow it up really good. Because look, at, I had, you know, last year I got Corey Coleman. Mm-hmm. This year I'll have the number four pick. So I'm probably going to get Mike Williams or Corey Davis. Right. So I'll have those two young, and I have Sterling Shepard. So I have three with Stephon Diggs at the very least. Even Corey Cooks. Uh, Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks is young. Right. So at the very least, I'll have five good Potentially, like, I'm not gonna say good, like good, like they're the wide receiver ones yet. Five really high potential young receivers. That's a good core. Sure. Le'Veon Bell and Melvin Gordon, maybe Melvin Gordon, but Le'Veon Bell. By the time these good receivers pan out in three years, will no longer probably be a top tier back. Right. Of you know, Rob Gronkowski back will be broken by then. Listen, be honest with your team. Let the facts be set. Facts. Blow it up. Sell Rob Gronkowski, sell Le'Veon Bell, sell Melvin Gordon, get, admit, but maybe not Melvin Gordon just because he is so young. Melvin might be young enough, but the you build know, around it depends. He's he's had a had a few injury issues. We'll see here. where Melvin is right. next year, right? But at least sell Le'Veon Bell, which I can definitely get. Yeah, you can get top dollar for him. Somebody sure. to overpay. Somebody who's in a championship hunt, coming to the next championship hunt, I can get their whole draft class at eighteen, sure. and likely get their nineteen first as well. With a player for a guy like Le'Veon Bell. I mean, yeah, maybe. We'll see. Potentially. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, the guy's we'll just stud muffin. That, right. Um, but that's, Talking I mean, an awful lot there. <laughs> just, people might be listening. <laughs> I'm just trying to make my demands now. Uh-huh. So, and that's, and that's me assessing my team. Again, so that falls in a, pay, like, again, I, I'm a perfect candidate for that because I have a team where my team looks really good, but it's just not getting it done. And your team could look really good, but, good, but it's not getting it done. And if you're not getting it done for a couple of years in a row, then, again, the facts are the facts. You're right. not a championship-caliber team because you're not winning championships. So what do you have to do? I could sit here and say, well, if this would have went my way, this would have went my way, and that would have went my way, then I would have won, but If my they aunt didn't. had a dick, yeah, she'd be my uncle. Yeah, or she'd be a million. <laughs> my man's got a bigger dick than I do. <laughs> this isn't fair. Um, so you would... I mean, again, I, I mean, I, I think I feel that I fall in the dynasty nerds league right into that category of listen. I can say I'm making excuses, but I'm not winning championships. So it's easy to say, "Well, oh, I've won the number one running backs." Good, that can get you a really good value and back to blow it up. Right. In the worst case, in the worst, here's the thing about it too: even if you mess up, right? You have one of those high picks, and you mess up on that player that you pick, and it's not who you thought it was be. Guess what? Your team's even worse, and you're going to keep getting another high pick until you get it right. You know? True statement, man. So it's not like you're you're eventually, odds are, you're eventually going to get it right. But the only way to eventually get it right is you got to stay there. You got to stay at the very top of the draft. Because for the most part, like, we're here to help you tell you who to pick. We're going to be white, right way more than we're going to be wrong. True so, statement. Yep. You know, you would get Ezekiel Elliott the year before that, who's number one? I can't go back. I can't remember that far. I can't either, off the top of my head. Yeah, it's kind of odd, right? Yeah, well, it's the end of the year, man. My, yeah. brain, my brain's fried. Who um, was the number? Todd Gurley. Yeah, Gurley, man. Yeah, so now you have Todd Gurley, which is a little some depressing, you know. Um, but was that the same? That was the same draft class as Sammy Watkins and... No, that was a different one. It was a different one. That was with Odell and Sammy yeah. and Mike Evans. That was the year before, the year before. Oh, yes, you are correct, sir. Carlos Hyde. Right. Yeah, so... But still, you have Todd Gurley and Ezekiel Elliott. 
I feel pretty good about that. I right? feel I would feel fine about that. I mean, yeah. So, but again, you have to assess your team realistically. Ask other people. Put it on Twitter. It's what's great for Twitter. Hey, what do you think of my team? Blow it up or compete for the ship. And you got to see what you are and what you got to do. Because, again, you don't want to be stuck in the middle. It's the worst place to be. It's horrible, man. Uh, I only run in mud. Yeah, I spent I spent two years there, and that was all I could take, man. Just get me the heck out of there. I'd rather be terrible for a couple of years and then be in the glory. And it's the thing. Some are like, "Well, dude, my my league's a hundred bucks to buy in, man. I just can't donate." Yeah, you're already donating the money. Yeah, right, right. You're already doing it. You're just doing it in a like a different way. And just imagine if you three peat, you're a three peat champion. You have enough buy-ins to last you for another twenty years. Uh, something like that. You're the richest person I've ever met. <laughs> Man. I met a guy today um, for, through my real career job. Um, and his one of his friends is like a fantasy football champion. I can't remember his name. I wish I remembered his name because I was mentioned on air. But he's like, he won like some, he won like $700,000 like in all these fantasy leagues. Ridiculous. He was showing me pictures of like these big, he has these big cardboard checks, like $200,000. I'm like, man, he's like, you ever win a check like this? I'm like, no. I'd love to win a big check. That's like my life goal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. One of those big cardboard yeah. checks. Yeah. He's like, yeah. He's like, dude. He's like, I can't believe it. Like, this dude lives in his mom's basement. He won 700000 He lives in his mom's basement. And all he does is like, he's like hardcore. Like right now, he's just getting ready for next year. He does all the studying. I'm like, yeah. I was like, you know. I was like, I do pretty good at fantasy football now. And I have a career and a family. And I study a lot. And right. my wife. But like, I like, I can't imagine how good I would be if I lived in my mom's basement. I had no responsibility. I could like literally study all day that's my career like like dynasty nerds was my career right that'd be awesome that'd be cool man yeah make sure you click on dynastynerds.com every single day (laughs) click 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 click. we never even mentioned like we mentioned like you know buy a t-shirt uh leave a review on the podcast but literally going to the site every single day helps as well sure we don't even advertise on that too but it helps google helps with that so but if you go on like dynastynerds.com every day. I think we get like a penny. Oh, sure. It yeah. gives us something, man. I'm not uh, every penny counts for me. Heck yeah. So I can't remember that. I mean, we have so much good stuff there, like articles, rankings. We're about to get ADP kicking again, which is awesome. Love that ADP, man. I think there's a picture of my face on there somewhere. I think mine might be somewhere. Yeah, you're wearing sunglasses. And sunglasses and a mustache. Yeah, those pictures are like. Oh, that picture's old, man. Yeah, those are like the original pictures from when we started the site. Right. I should probably update mine someday. This is going to be year four of us doing this? Uh, yeah, this, we're coming up on the fourth year? fourth go-around here. Wow, time goes by fast. Yep. People have been listening to this for a long time. Four years. Yeah. <laughs> if you had a kid when this started, your kid's speaking English. Wow, true statement. Getting ready for preschool. Yep. Yeah, so anyways, back to your back to your team. So you're in the middle. We already told you what to do. We already told you to do at the top of the team. So you're at the bottom of the, you're at the, bottom of the team. Sell your assets. Right, you're at the bottom of the league. If you're at the bottom of the league, you have anybody that's over the age of 25, you should be looking to sell them. Yeah, pretty much. That's how I feel. I mean, 25, you think? Anybody over 25, 26 years old. So anything. So if you're 26 and older, you say sell. Yeah. Really? I think so. If you're if you're if you're really that crappy. Yeah, I guess so. Because you get really good value for those guys, and right. And by the time by the time your whole team is ready, those guys be, are 29. Those guys are gonna be right at the end of their career. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you're right, because all the good receivers are like 23, 24. The guys that you know are going right. to be good. So, right. yeah, you're right. That's a good, that's good advice. And no, and no, all running backs are for sale, like all running backs. 
And remember, when you get rid of these assets and it makes your team worse, in the long run, it's going to make your team better because you're going to have a bad team. Right. And, I mean, I wouldn't go as far as you just said. I just wanted to touch on what you said. I don't I don't think every running back is off the table. You know, I mean, like, if you just got Zeke this year, you're obviously going to hold on to him. And I would probably still hold on to, like, Gurley and, and anybody that's in, like, year one or two or something All those like guys that. are under 25. Okay. I th- all right. A running you, back, I want to be You like, said any running back, so I, th- no, I thought, okay. I mean, that's what I said Melvin Gordon falls. Like, like if he's 22, 23. Right, right. In three years, they're going to be, like, 26, 27. They're going to be in a prime right of their career. Prime. Yep. So those guys you want to hold on to. Yep. Um, Absolutely. And, and, again, don't, don't be afraid if somehow you can capitalize. I want to say this again about the 18 draft class. Like in this draft class, think ahead and think of the 18 class, which nobody's going to be talking about now, of trying to maybe somehow use this draft quality. Like if you can use a 17 third this year to get an 18 second next year, you really want to jump on those trades too. You want to make a mental note of saying, hey, maybe I'm trying the 17 third class is going to be pretty solid. There's going to be some names there. But remember, there's still third round picks. Right. And our third round picks for a reason. So there's some good quality players. We've had some drafts where there's been a strong third round. Sure. And this could be this could definitely fall into that category. Definitely I think into tight end position. I was gonna say I love getting tight ends in like the third round. Perfect it's one spot. Of my, one of my favorite rounds for tight ends. Perfect spot to get a good tight end. A really like usually you get a, like end up being a really good tight end in the third round. Mm-hmm. So if you need a tight end, then you want to stay put. But at the same time, somebody else maybe you want to target, maybe look ahead. This team needs a tight end. I'm going to follow their draft. They don't take a tight end in the first, second rounds. As soon as that third round comes around, I'm going to push my pick, my third round pick on them for their 18 seconds saying, hey, look at this tight end here available. You can use the tight end. This guy's going to be really good. And they're going to be like, yeah, you're right. This guy is going to be good. I do need a tight end. Yeah, I'll give you for my 18 second. This guy's this guy's worth a second next year. Think ahead of the 18 draft. I think I think long term you'll be thanking us for that. Because, I mean, remember, too, is as we get closer, don't, don't trade draft picks now. No, know? no, now, now is not the time to really trade them. No, it's on the clock or you know, like as the le- draft leading, leading up to the draft. I yep. mean, you got to remember a week before your draft hits. I mean, foaming at the mouth. Right, everyone is drooling for sure. Yeah, you kill, and then we even like we've been saying this for four years. Like even then, we like to like. Okay, I think we have a deal, but let's make it on draft day. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? Let's just hold off for draft day. I out. just want to see if this player is going to be here. But in your head, you know you're training that pick right, regardless. Right. But let me see because always, you see it all the time. Like last minute, they'll throw in some like a random player that you never even thought they would randomly throw in. Right. It ends up being like, oh, I'll give you Jordy Nelson too. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, think, I mean, that's a bit over the top, but yes, you can get a throw in. Desperation is a okay. stinky, stinky cologne. We'll just put it that way. Yeah, and then not like Jordan Nelson, but maybe like, uh, I'll give you Stefan Diggs. Right, right. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. You know, like, or a guy like Doug Martin, who might not hold any value to the later half of the season, but might have some value in the later. Hey, I'll give you my 18 first and Doug Martin. That's a good. That's a very good example. So remember that. I mean, We'll talk about this again as a draft approaches as well, but don't be so hesitant to trade your draft picks now unless somebody gives you like a ridiculous offer. Right? Yeah, there's exceptions to every rule, but yeah, for the most part, the you know the they don't hold as much value as they will come yeah. draft. If somebody comes to you like, hey, I'll give you AJ Green for your 17 first, sold, which is a third overall pick. Right? Uh, yeah. You're hoping to get an AJ Green with the third pick. Yes, I'll yeah. take that. Exactly, but also look at your team to make sure AJ Green can help you. Right. 
Oh, yeah. So, because maybe you're picking thirds for a reason. Could be. Could be. Anything else you want to throw in this topic? Um, No, nah, man, not really. No, that's it. Thank you, Des Bryant, for throwing a touchdown. That was what put me over the edge and won me my championship. I did want to say that. Well, this is the Oscars. you giving personal thank yous. Listen. Yes. I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for my friend, Des Bryant. Most people gave up on you. Most people did. Your year, it was not great. It was up. It was down. But since week nine, you've been pretty solid. Very solid, actually. Since week nine. Mm-hmm. Now, I just want to say I want to thank you for pretty much the biggest game of your of the year. Just so happened to be during the championship game when I needed you most. I needed you most. Most people gave up on you. I know Rich traded you away. Yes, you did in another league. In to another me. league to Matt. <laughs> so now I've got him in both. Thank you, Dan. But I felt good about because Matt gave me his 17 first, his 17 third, Jameis Winston, and Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett just broke his leg. It's okay. Here's a throwaway. I know. I needed a quarterback, and I love Jameis. I got too many quarterbacks. So I knew I, you did, so I loved it. <laughs> so I just had to get rid of one of them. What pick is that in the first round of that league? Uh, 10, I think. Ooh. Ooh. I like that pick. 10 or 11. Yeah. I'm going to draft a good player there. Yeah. Draft Christian McCaffrey. Oh, no. No, it's not that high. I made uh, It's like eight. Oh! Yeah. Six to midnight. Huh? Eight? Oh, boy. Yeah. So I have like the third and eighth pick? Yeah. Man. I got bounced in the first round. My whole team took a crap in the same week. Hmm. Your sorrow is my gain. Yep. But anyway, on to my championship uh, <laughs> conversation. I'd also like to thank <laughs> our good friend Sean for making one of the worst trades in the history of fantasy football when he had traded him Martellus Bennett for Odell Beckham. In his defense, it was before Odell Beckham stepped foot on the field. Yes. And Martellus Bennett was having quite a year. No, I agree. So. The trade was terrible. We also was terrible for the trade was bad. <laughs> but poop happens. It does happen, man. Um Anybody else you want to thank in your championship parade here? Um, Tom Brady for coming back very, very strong, even though he got benched in the fourth quarter because they were whomping on him so bad. But, again, you don't worry about stuff like that because at the point they're up. Yeah, they were. Uh, and plus I had their defense going too, which was amazing. I talked about that in my ESPN show last week. They are like, well, are you worried about like, at the end of the game they pull a player? You know, like say they get up big and they pull a player. And I, I looked at Matt, my co-host, and I'm like, really, look, think about what you just said there. If they're up big – and Tom they Brady's a thrown a bunch of touchdowns yeah. already. If that's the case. They're up big. Most likely, your guy is the reason why they they're up big. Right. So no. So that's it. This is our last show of the year. True statement, man. Next time you hear our voices, unless there's an apocalypse, uh, it's gonna be 2017. Yeah. It was a good year. I mean, are we gonna do like a pre-apocalypse story or, or like show or something? What are you talking about? Either way, the next time they hear us is gonna be 2017, or they just won't hear us at all. Yeah, I guess that's that's a good way to look at it, too. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to be a realist about it. Sure. Um, I'm as real as they come, man. So I hope everybody has a safe and happy new year. Bringing in the new year, 2017. It's crazy how fast these years go by. Another dynasty season in the books, Matt. It's all done, man. Well, we're here now to get ready for 2017. It begins. And so it begins, man. There is no off season in Dynasty. Bunch of bunch of bowl games coming up here. So, you know, tune into as many of those as you can and just to poke around and see some guys that you that you know you've heard of. Mitch Trubisky plays on Friday. Right, exactly. 
um, you know, the Senior Bowl, the East-West Shrine Games, all these things are going to be coming up here in the next few weeks. So pay attention. We'll keep you abreast to what's yeah, going on. Yeah, a lot of – again, there's a lot of names you don't even know, like a running back that – like even I'm starting to get – like even every time I try to dig deeper into class, there's like more names that pop out. I'm like, ooh, this guy is pretty quality. Right. Ooh, this guy is pretty good. It's going to be a real good draft class. and Absolutely. We're going to get you ready throughout the year. I mean, we're talking months of rookie breakdowns mm-hmm. here that we're going to get into. Um, and that's coming really soon, I think. I think we're going to do – uh, a couple show. I think next week we're gonna do. I don't even know what we're gonna do next week. We'll figure. We'll it talk out. about it. We'll figure it out between now uh, and next week. Next week we're gonna do our nerd herd giveaway. Sure. So we're giving away something um, for being a member of nerd herd member. If you want to join the nerd herd and win something, all you gotta do is donate a dollar to the site. Right. It's on the donate page. What What are they eligible for, Rich? They're eligible to win a prize every single month. So if you donate twelve dollars, that qualifies you for twelve months of giveaways. Woo woo. Um, and of course, no matter what we give away, you always have an option to decline in that for a beautiful Dynasty Nerds T-shirt, mm-hmm. which so far everybody has done. Well, there's only been two. I know, but it's still 100%. <laughs> it's still hundred percent. That is a hundred percent. I was watching. The kids were watching. Uh, uh little rascals mm-hmm. yesterday and they go and there's when alfalfa was in the ring and they're like an undefeated alfalfa and it, buckwheat or stymie was like how can he be undefeated if you never fight he's like exactly he's never, never lost, lost. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um yeah so i mean again remember all money that gets donated to that site every single penny of it goes right back to the site remember we're bringing on an adp guy we got this is a lot of work this guy has to do. We have to pay him to do it. Yeah, base. All right. I don't like you know, we need your guys' help for this information. So it's like, yeah, we need you guys. Yes, Podcast. All this stuff costs money. It's a shame. But you no, know, it doesn't cost money, the website and everything we give you is free. True so statement. Every little thing you can give us back, it really does help. And then again, I just can't overemphasize that your money always goes back to the dynasty community. It does not come to us. This is we're going into year four of doing this. And I've literally not made one penny doing it. Me neither. Much to my wife's chagrin. And mine too. Exactly. Oh, you have one of the top dynasty podcasts in uh, <laughs> the world, huh? Um, yeah. What's that do for the family besides uh, take up my Tuesday nights? Mm, one day, babe. <laughs> one day. Um, one day. We've gotten a lot more high fives. Yeah, that works with these rocking these sweet <laughs> Dynasty Nerds t-shirts. Uh, one day, and they're the ones to say, why don't you start charging for stuff? I'm like, oh, I can't do that. We can't do that. We built the brand on free. Yep. But what you can do is, we all know some of you guys got some sweet Christmas loot for Christmas. Mm. Pay it forward. The DynastyNerds.com. There you go. If it sounds like we're begging, we're not. We're just asking for friends to help out another friend. Okay. That's we're all here, right? We're all one big happy family. Very true. I love everybody that follows us on Facebook and uh, Twitter. And it just listens to the podcast. What is Facebook? It's a place where people put pictures of cats and their kids. Oh. I use it to store photos of my kids. I see. If you request me to be your Facebook friend, I'm most likely going to decline it because I decline people I even know on Facebook because <laughs> I don't want... If I'm not friends with you, I just decline. You get these random people from high school that... You know, but you're not really friends with us. You're just like, no, dude, I don't need right. no. I don't need you creeping on my page. No, I don't even use Facebook as it is. But if you have Facebook, definitely like DynastyNerds.com. Why? Because you get our articles and stuff that we put on there. Even our tweets come through to your Facebook. Oh, nice. So it's a cool. Like I know some people on there, like, we'll put something out. I'll tweet something out. Like, I, I put retweet if you're a Dynasty champion. I, I retweeted that. 
I know, so. And, <laughs> but I'm, that goes on Facebook, and somebody goes like, oh, I don't do Twitter, so I'll just put it here. It's like, okay, cool. So this guy still gets to see all the tweets that we put out there and all our articles because of Facebook. So if you don't, you know, it's a, to me, that makes Facebook worthwhile by itself. Sure. Great move, Zuckerberg. <laughs> um, so like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Dynasty Nerds. You can follow me at Dynasty Rich. Then I'm at Dynasty Matt. It's a good way to shoot to crap. Uh-huh. Um, and remember, go to DynastyNerds.com every single day. I asked last week for, you know, can people please, we know you guys have iPhones out there. There's thousands of you that listen. There's only 235 reviews on iTunes. Give us a rating review on iTunes. Come on, baby. Come on, man. Come on, baby. You can do it. Rich loves them so much. I love them so much. We got three of them. It was sweet. I read them all. Of course you did. You, wait, we got three since last show? Yeah. Oh, nice. So let's take that and do it again. Let's get three more. All right. Again, that all, all totally helps the podcast. Those rating reviews help the podcast so much it keeps us at the top of the charts. And right now we're the number one reviewed Dynasty podcast. All right. Let's keep it that way. Yeah, yeah. The only way to stay number one is... For Rich to beg every week. Yeah, for me to beg. Come on, <laughs> baby. Um, so rate and review on iTunes. If you got some good Dynasty, uh, some cash, or if you won your league... Buy Dynasty Nerds t-shirt. Show up to that rookie draft in style with one of the most comfortable t-shirts in the world. Guaranteed to increase your high five intake. Yeah, yeah. Um, those are available on there. If it says we have no double XLs, we do have, I just got a fresh shipment of double XLs in stock. So if you're a bigger person, you've been working out, got those for you. Nice. Um, and that's it, right? That's all I got, man. And we'll review next week what we're giving away. And again, remember to join that nerd herd. That's it. DynastyNerds.com. Click on it every day. If you're still listening, thank you. I'm just so hard to give up on 2016. I don't want to let go. Just let go, man. All right. It's so hard to say goodbye. I'm excited for 2017. To my 2016 championship. Can you believe the 17 class we've been talking about for a year and a half is only a couple months away? It's coming, man. It's coming fast right down the barrel. And you and I might be going to Philadelphia this year. We'll see. For the NFL draft. We'll see. If it's not a million dollars. If it's not a million bucks, man. We'll see you there. Yes, sir. Later. Late. Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. Make sure to check us out at DynastyNerds.com for up-to-date Dynasty insight. And follow us on Twitter at Dynasty Nerds.